Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Simply Ayurveda. I am your host, Julia. And before we start today's episode, I just want to take a minute to really give a huge thank you to each and every single one of you who keep tuning in week after week. It really means the world to me because the more and more people who tune into this podcast means that more and more people are learning about this ancient wisdom and are spreading the amazing word about Ayurveda. So thank you for being here and thank you for trusting in me to deliver you this ancient wisdom in a modern and applicable way. Please be sure to give this show a rating or review so that we can continue to spread the word as to how we can put our health back into our own hands. And if you are new here, then I want to personally welcome you. My name is Julia. I am a certified Ayurvedic coach, almost certified counselor, which is super exciting. Counselor is the next certification above coach. And I've always been into health and wellness, but I began my Ayurvedic journey a little over a year now. And when I saw all of the positive change that entered my life as I began embodying some of these principles, I knew right off the bat that I needed to share this ancient wisdom into our modern day. So for today's episode, I want to talk about how Ayurveda can be applied for those who work the night shift. I have been receiving messages from people who are really ready to incorporate Ayurveda into their lifestyle, but they feel as if Ayurveda is not aligned for them because they have no other option but to work the night shift for their job. And this is very valid because Ayurveda does emphasize the fact that we are designed to be awake during the sun cycle and asleep during the moon cycle. These are just the natural circadian rhythms given to us by nature and therefore why Ayurveda abides by them. The good news is that we all come from nature, and so therefore Ayurveda is aligned for all of us. But since working at night does go against these natural circadian cycles, it is important for us to consider its own set of health challenges that come with working at night. We see things like weight gain, excessive stress, hair loss, dryness, irritability, headaches, hormonal and metabolic changes. But no job is perfect. Even someone who works during the day but sits in front of a computer screen also comes with its own set of health challenges. So today I'm going to walk us through a good handful of Ayurvedic tips and suggestions for restoring and maintaining balance during the night shift. One overarching principle that applies to everyone, but is something that I really want to emphasize for those who work at night, is to follow a routine. If I could write that in all caps, I would. Follow a routine. Humans are cyclical beings. So even though you're not following the traditional sun and moon cycle, you can still implement some sort of routine that fits your work-life balance so that your body can have a level of regulation. Routine is so, so, so important for everyone. And if you work at night, then this should be your main starting point if you don't have a routine already in place. Next is dinner. So typically we start our day with a wholesome breakfast, but you want to start your day with a wholesome dinner. And the natural Ayurvedic cycle of eating dinner is between 7 or 8. And so this is actually achievable for most people. Even if your shift starts earlier around 5 or 6, try to maintain this natural cycle of eating your dinner between 7 and 8. You want this meal to be nourishing and wholesome, 
but you also want it light and easy on digestion so that you don't feel sleepy afterwards. Besides not wanting to feel sleepy after a heavy meal, we want dinner to be easy on digestion because our digestion significantly slows down during the late hours of the evening. Just because you're working late into the night does not mean that your digestion is keeping up with you. Our digestion follows its own cycle and it's essentially inactive during our typical sleep cycle. So this means that the body has a really hard time digesting heavy food and this can lead to drowsiness and overtime weight gain. So you wanna prioritize a dinner that is protein and fiber rich. You wanna go low on the carbs, high on the protein. Protein and fiber will keep you feeling full without a crash of tiredness. And when I say protein, I'm not saying go have a juicy five-star steak for dinner. That is gonna be extremely heavy on digestion, put you in a food coma, and knock you out. You wanna prioritize things like lentils and chickpeas and all of your green leafy veggies. And you wanna cook with spices like cumin, fenugreek, fennel, cardamom, cinnamon. All of these amazing spices basically help your digestion do its job. And then you wanna minimize your salt and dairy. Salt in the evening can increase water retention and affect your blood pressure. And dairy in the evening just tends to have a heavier effect on our digestion and can lead you to feeling slow and sluggish and tired. When you eat, eat mindfully. Don't eat while you're watching TV or scrolling on your phone or while you're on the go. Sit down, take 10 to 15 minutes, that's really all it takes to finish a meal, and just be present with your food. Mindful eating will help you feel more satisfied, it will reduce any bloating or gas, and it will reduce the chances for unhealthy snacking. This brings me to my next point. Let's talk about snacking. It is so important to stop reaching for the sodas, the junk food, and the vending machine snacks and start bringing your own healthy snack options. You always want to choose nourishing, wholesome, homemade food. You can pack almonds. You can pack different trail mixes, which are loaded with healthy oils. You can bring fruit like bananas or oranges, which will help you stay full and hydrated. Even dry fruit like dates are a great snack. You can even make your own tasty little protein balls made with oats and a nut butter with some vanilla, cinnamon, cardamom. These take 10 minutes and zero bake time. And by incorporating more spices into your cooking, it will really help with digestion since digestion is significantly slower in the evening. And if you need to snack during your shift, try to eat your snack around 2 a.m. I emphasized this in the circadian rhythms episode, but between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., our body is going through a very essential detox and rejuvenation cycle. And so it is really important that we avoid snacking between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. It is so important that we let our body go through this process with little to no interruption. And since we have no other option but to be awake during this time, let's just help our body go through it as smoothly as possible. And if you get hungry and need a snack, try to eat it after two. And our digestion is not the only thing affected. When we stay awake into the night, our vata dosha gets aggravated. Vata is our principle of movement, 
And so because we're awake and initiating movement during a time when our body thinks that it should be still and resting, our vata gets thrown out of balance. The main quality of vata is that it's dry. And so when we have this extra dryness in the body, this can show up as being dehydrated, it can show up as constipation, having dry skin, hair, or nails, it can induce feelings of anxiety and spaciness. And so the best way to calm vata is to combat that dryness. And so the best way to do this is to add oil. And there are many ways that we can incorporate this. One way to do this is through what you eat. But this does not mean go for pizza or fried oily food. Get your healthy oils through the healthy nuts and trail mix that I suggested earlier. And you can also incorporate ghee into your diet. If you are not familiar with ghee, ghee is a clarified butter that does not contain any lactose. Yes, it still comes from cows, but the way that the butter gets clarified on the stovetop is how all of the lactose is removed. Once the lactose is removed, what's left is this holy grail essential in Ayurvedic cooking. Ghee contains so many essential vitamins and amino acids that are so good for the brain. It strengthens the immune system. It helps with dry skin, hair, and nails. It helps the digestive system. It's extremely healing to the gut and is amazing for constipation. It's also anti-inflammatory. I'm sure I'm forgetting some benefits, but Ayurveda is obsessed with ghee. If you have an extreme lactose allergy, then please use your own discernment, test it out first, because you want to make sure that the ghee you're getting is fully cooked and clarified. But a majority of people who have a dairy sensitivity, including myself, ghee is not a problem. And if you're buying it from the store, then it should be clarified quite well. So you can use a teaspoon of ghee to cook your veggies. You can also put a little bit in some warm water and sip on that throughout the night. And that is a great way to pacify your vata dosha. Another great way to incorporate oil into your routine is through abhyanga. Abhyanga translates to warm oil massage. And this can be done before you shower and before you head out for work. You can use sesame oil and you can start from your neck down. Traditionally, you would start with your head and give yourself a really nice head and scalp massage. But for the days you're not washing your hair, then you can start from your neck down and you'll move in circular motions over your joints and long downward strokes on your limbs. Abhyanga is one of the best ways to calm and soothe vata while also nourishing your skin at the same time. The same way that ghee is this Ayurvedic holy grail essential, so is sesame oil. Because the best part about using sesame oil is that this is one of the few oils that is able to permeate through all of the tissues. So it's super nourishing, it's a super grounding ritual, and if you don't have time for a full body massage, then at the least you can massage your hands and feet, and this will still go a long way. If you suffer from dry nasal passageways, I know this can be especially common in hospitals where there's little to no moisture in the air, then you can apply some sesame oil or even ghee on your finger or a Q-tip, and then you can gently apply it to the inside of your nose, and this will help combat that dryness. The practice of applying oil into your nose is actually known as nasya in Ayurveda, and it's really great for vata, it's really great for dryness, 
But if you have any congestion or sinus problems, then please consult with an Ayurvedic practitioner before applying oil into your nose. And then no Ayurvedic advice would be complete without suggesting daily or weekly yoga and pranayama. Pranayama means breathing exercises. So just making sure that you're taking time to tune into your body and breath. Doing this regularly will help calm your vata. It'll help regulate your nervous system and your digestive system. And it will encourage a good night's rest when you do sleep. There are different breathing techniques for different things like anxiety and stress. So if you're feeling spacey or anxious, then you can try alternate nostril breathing. Or if you're feeling really overwhelmed and hot and stressed, Bastrika Pranayama is really great for releasing that excess heat. You can look at YouTube tutorials or you can book a consultation and I can walk you through which techniques would be best. Because sometimes doing the wrong breathing practice can actually have the opposite effect and stimulate more anxiety. So those are my main suggestions for things that you can incorporate into your everyday. Following a routine, having a wholesome, easy-to-digest dinner by 8 p.m., packing your own healthy homemade snacks and eating them after 2 a.m., incorporating ghee and spices into your cooking, adding a warm oil massage into your routine, either full body or your hands and feet, and then yoga and pranayama to calm the nervous system and find some stillness. Some smaller suggestions are to always wear blue light glasses if your job requires a lot of screen time. During your downtime, try to spend as much time in nature to help ground yourself. And then when it comes to sleep, you want to try to keep your room as dark as possible. I'm sure you already know that, but night shift workers tend to be very sleep deprived. So invest in blackout curtains if you have to, and try to prioritize the hours of 6 to 10 a.m. to get sleep. This is the kapha time of the morning. And so the qualities of kapha are slow and heavy, and this energy will really help encourage a deeper rest. Some things to especially avoid during the night shift are cold food and beverages. Always opt for warm food and warm drinks. Avoid excessive coffee and caffeinated teas. Swap it for herbal teas or drinks with adaptogens. Herbs like ashwagandha are really great as well. And please keep in mind that this is all very generalized tips and advice. Each job and every person's life and routine is also different. And that's really where the beauty of Ayurveda comes in, because it is so custom-tailored to each person. It looks at your doshas, it looks at your lifestyle and where you're currently at. So to properly offer specific recommendations, an initial consultation would be really beneficial. You can book a single one-on-one with me in the link in the show description. And after our time together, I'll be able to provide you with an Ayurvedic perspective on your health, along with specific diet, lifestyle, and herbal recommendations. So that is my Ayurvedic advice for all of the night shift workers out there. Always remember that I am here to help guide and support you. So feel free to reach out and connect with any questions you may have. Be sure to share this episode with someone who needs it. As always, thank you all so much for being here. And until next time, I will talk to you next Tuesday. 